You doing anything special? I might go to a, a Korean spa. Ooh. Well. Yeah. Have you had the pleasure? I haven't. Um, is it... I mean, I assume it's like uh, surprisingly strong uh, massages from tiny women. There's that, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. then there, there is that. They'll scrub all the skin off yes. your body, which yeah. is good. Sure. You want that. Um, Done with it. And there's... There's mul- there's multiple rooms. There's a room that's made of clay, a room that's I- made of ice, a room that's made of Himalayan salt, and wow. it's like thirty bucks for the whole day. Holy shit! You should do- you should check out a local Korean spa in, oh, in your area. I am now. Um, that sounds okay. fantastic. I could use some pampering. Yeah. How many yeah. layers of skin do we have? We don't need all of them. Too many. <laughs> Too many. Yeah. Roughly twenty-four to ninety-two hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Stab Show. (laughs) Mind the gate. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist has the fourth largest wax lips collection in the Western United States. He's one of the producers of the Big Big Show. It's Jack Brown. Hi. <laughs> Our second panelist organizes meet uncutes for the saddest dates money can buy. She's the host of Talkies. It's Aviva Siegel. Hello. <laughs> Clapping above the head. Power move. And our third panelist, once roundhouse kicked a round house, he's an absolute stab show favorite. It's Tyler Kinney. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, impervious to most unknown particle weapons. This is the stab show. Proof positive that that which doesn't kill us is usually good for at least a half a page of solid comedy gold. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Hey, Jack. Hey. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? <laughs> so good. Hell yeah. Good. Never stop high-fiving. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Jack. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Uh, how, how have you been? You've been up to lots of things. You're, you're dropping them hot videos on the YouTubes, all on the reg. Yeah. <laughs> they, there's, there are a lot of, um, of uh, clips from shows nowadays. Yes, uh, was lucky to do some shows, uh, some characters at shows. I did a DoorDash driver who was picking up an order for mm-hmm. a stand-up who gave their set in the notes of their DoorDash thing. Uh-huh. And the crowd didn't like it, but I did. Yeah. So I've been doing shit like that. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, we haven't been doing this show for over nine years because the crowd likes it. <laughs> As I was taking a breath while I was trying to explain what my bit was, I was like, oh yeah, that's a, a hat on a hat on a hat. But it's been fun. <laughs> you're, you're asking an audience uh, in an outdoor setting. I, Who were not there for comedy. Yeah, to take an awful long walk with you. And some just people to get did. Started. Yeah. The ones that do will appreciate the shit out of it, while the others will, will wonder... Why? <laughs> well, that's generally that's that's hit or miss quality of uh, yeah. That's your, what you're gonna be seeing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hit or yeah. miss stuff. That's the way it goes. It's wonderful. Um, and you got the big big show that's coming up. Uh, yes, sir. May twentieth. Next month. Next May twentieth. Okay. Yeah, going every other month. Nice. How's that been? It's been good. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Sure. Yeah. 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 
I really, honestly, I honestly want to know. Uh, good. It lo- it always looks like. I mean, you put a lot of work into it. It always looks like it's probably. I mean, anything Jack Brown does is always going to be. Again, uh, well thought out. We'll see what you say at the end of the night. <laughs> Hit or miss. I'm taking some swings. <laughs> well, I mean, even even a a laser shanked foul ball from, <laughs> from Jack Brown is still. <laughs> Still, still, still a solid, a a solid souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, hopefully, uh, and now Cameron's got some more days off. Maybe we'll find some games. Oh, wait, the season's over. That's okay. <laughs> Kingstock has become less and less tethered to King's games. That's true. We'll, we'll figure out what uh, Dunks and Dribble can commentate on. Or never actually mention. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always great to have you, Jack. Uh, good, good to see you. Um, who, uh, Aviva, hi there. Hey. Hello. How are you? Hi. Really good. Yeah. How's things? Yeah. How's how's things down down south? It's good. Uh, Weather's great. No rain here. I know we talked about. um, (laughs) We did. The weather you have going on. Yeah. Uh, Report here: sunny, (laughs) um, not many clouds, slight breeze. Um, I'm sipping on some stone. It's a hazy IPA, colorful nice. can. That is very colorful. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just living life every day. Got Lance Smith in the other room, yep. talented comedian. <laughs> uh, he's probably playing Elden Ring. I want to say. Sure, sure. Are you familiar? Um, barely. Um, I still okay. I still get shit for. Uh, for a couple weeks ago, calling it Elder Ring. <laughs> I call it Elder Ring. Yeah. Well, good. Just to knock it down a few pegs. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> Make sure it knows who's boss, the player or the not player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. we had uh, a comic in here, Willie Travis, <laughs> play a little a little Elden Ring uh, a couple weeks ago. He'll be back next week for some more Ring fun. Okay. <laughs> so that's, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Exciting. Yeah. Um uh how's how's talkies? How's other shows going? How's how's the the comedy stylings of Aviva Siegel been going? Pre- pretty good. Talkies is coming down south to Los Angeles mm-hmm. permanently. Nice. Nick Stargu, uh curly haired gentleman you're familiar with, mm-hmm. talented comedian, DJ sure. Real. He yeah. is moving oh. down here in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. So um we're all gonna my friends. If anyone watching is in L.A., uh, my friends opened a video store called Whammy mm-hmm. in Echo Park, which people should check out. But we're going to do our show there starting in May, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I I forgot. We usually have a much bigger uh, <laughs> gap between Aviva appearances. So <laughs> you, you mentioned that last time. I did. Oh, yeah. I guess we were planning on it. L- yeah. last time. And I, that's interesting. I guess I thought usually it's a, it's it's a lot longer between times that I see Aviva. But you got to be in the second or third year of uh, talkies down in L.A. by now. <laughs> but no, it's only been like a month. So yeah. I think I actually plugged it for Cobbs last time. Not I to think so. correct the. Well, yes, but that you were going to be you coming. Know what you're and, saying. And and the video store that I don't right. I don't think you mentioned Echo yeah, Park, but it I was makes, talking about that. Yeah, it makes perfect sense that a VHS uh, video store is opening in Echo Park. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it was the only thing that was missing while I was still down there. Uh, 
<laughs> Barely made it. Well, that's awesome. Real going down there and talkies migrating down south. Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Um, you guys going to stream? I, I know you've still got the Twitch channel. Are you going to stream those once you're in person? Or are you just going to... Is that for the people? <laughs> that's just for the people All who... Right. That's um, just going to do a little one and done. If you're there, <laughs> yeah. you're there. And if you're not... Too darn bad. You'll never see what's going on in this video store. It's a happening. Kind, you gotta kind of be attitude there. we bring to talkies. Yeah, so much sass. Um, we're all so sassy. George Chen, huge sass oh, mouth. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Don't <laughs> get me guy. started. <laughs> well, good to see you again. Already so quickly, Aviva. Great to have you. You too, as always. Uh, and Tyler Kenny. Hi there, buddy. Hi. Hey. What's happening? Uh, I mean, you know, just doing the thing. Living the dream. <laughs> I hope. it around on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Who's good at it. Who's hosting the show now? <laughs> oh, I didn't write anything. Uh, <laughs> 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 I barely wrote those intros. Uh, <laughs> good to have you as always. Tyler, how are, how, are, how, how are things in general or in particular? You know what? You decide. Things are great. <laughs> Yeah. You're great. Good. Yeah. Just, you know, living. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> it's all I, any of I had a have. memory this week. Oh, yeah? That I, yeah, I, these girls in seventh grade made a list of all the boys in order of penis length. <laughs> <laughs> and my best friend was number one. Mm. And I never, <laughs> I was like too embarrassed. Like, I was like proud, like, to be friends with the guy. I was number one. Sure, but I, but I never found out what number I was, mm -hmm. and now I'm like, should I, should I reach out to these now forty year old women and ask how big they thought my dick was in the seventh grade? Okay, so that answers that helps to answer the question that was lingering. <laughs> If it was a hypothetical list, which I I suppose in seventh grade. Oh yeah, no, this, this is all like, speculation. Yeah, <laughs> no, this, yeah. There was wow. seventh grade. There was no, there was no lineup. <laughs> it, was, it was just uh, a fanciful were... imagination of seventh grade girl. Yeah, it's all speculative. They were playing the the dick market back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were short selling it. Uh... <laughs> I texted the guy who was number one, and I was like, did, did you know where I was? And he kind of laughed it off, but, you know. Oh, shit. I yeah. still want to know. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, every once in a while, I will, I'll, I'll remember a, a, a thing from one's youth, and it, it feels like it's... <laughs> like seven lifetimes ago. What was what, was that an actual person? Did I watch that or something? No, that was me. Oh, wow, that's weird. Uh, but you know, I mean, every seven years, right? Isn't that the thing? We, we're, yeah, the cells. Yeah, all the cells. I heard that's not the, true. Uh, so Sorry. have I. But it's true I still want to. Of course, it's okay. not true. Of course, it's not true. It's an internet thing. Yeah, but I want it to be true. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want. I like the image of just shedding yeah. all your cells into. If, if you go to the Korean day spa, yeah, it's get you true. Right. Yeah, those are yeah. new cells. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. set back your odometer. <laughs> yeah, you can shed all your cells in like a day if you go to a Korean day spa. It will just peel you like a banana. All right, <laughs> let's start the show, shall we? <laughs>
again. Perfect. Ten minute, <laughs> ten minute second pre-show. We are a well-oiled machine. Uh, we begin the program as we always do with reorganization segment one. Oh, speaking of, of speculative investment, uh, the <laughs> stock market and investing in general isn't meant to be accessible to the common schlub. It's a lottery for rich people, except they get to decide which numbers are called and when. So it's not even that either. In fact, I don't know what it is. I have no idea what the mar how the markets work, uh, which is why money, <clears throat> my money isn't working for me, but I am instead working for my money. Perhaps the AA or yeah, the AAII or American Association of Individual Investors could help me better understand what I'm doing so very very wrong. Perhaps I'll never know though, because just like how I do, how I'm not going to take the time to learn about investing, neither will I invest in knowing what the AAII is or what they do. So instead, how about uh, we wallow in my ignorance and you give me who or what else AAII? might stand for or represent to you, Jack Brown. Let's hear, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I want you to say my name like that all the time. No, that was great. Jack Brown. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your AAII. Hi, welcome back to E's Sirius XM radio channel. It's the Extra Time Show. Extra, extra, extra. I'm your host, Natalie Benucci. Well, enough idle chit-chat. Let's dive into Extra Time. Extra, extra, extra on today's subject. Star of TV and film, Devin Gardner Bashup. Devin first burst onto the acting scene when he was only seven years old. You might remember him as Pork on the sitcom The Dunnigans with his famous catchphrase, Pork's Gooey. Here's a clip. Can anyone help me bring in these groceries? What about Pork? Pork's Gooey! Audiences around the world fell in love with Pork, who was always covered in a thin layer of goo. Devin Gardner Bashup <laughs> left the show at age 13 over creative differences mm -hmm. as he wanted to try acting without a layer of goo on him. But thankfully for us, he came back to play a more mature version of Pork decades later, this time as a father of triplets. And yeah, he kept the same catchphrase. Here's a clip. Is dinner ready, Dad? Pork's gooey. All right, Pork's gooey. Pork's gooey. What'd you come on yourself again, honey? Mom, ew. <laughs> Devin went to star in a plethora of roles, always bringing his trademark blend of pathos and humor to this big screen. He played the mayor in Fantastic Critters Wizarding Globe. <laughs> Here's a clip. Aha, now I know the truth. You're wizards. You won't be getting away with this. We are sworn enemies from this day forward. Hey, what are you doing with that wand? Oh, hello, my dear friends. He played Dale in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Get back here. You still need to pay for that empanada. He even played against type as a thrilling villain called the Naughty Man on NCIS. Things are about to get a bit naughty. He also played Donovan Lobby in Joanne, the Joanne Fabric Story. You'll never make it in this industry, you idiot. He also played... He played Cookie Dough in Butter's Escape from the Fridge. Fuck you, you stupid fuck. I'll kill you all. And of course, he played Roadrunner in the gritty Roadrunner reboot. Me. Me. He won an Oscar for sound design for Roadrunner. His star power was at an all-time high, and he began dating fellow actor Jody Turner-Smith. They eventually married, and Devin Gardner Bashup became Devin Gardner Turner-Smith Bashup. The tabloids began to refer to the couple as the law firm. Hollywood ended up casting them in a legal drama where they played a ruthless DA and virtuous public defender who went head-to-head -head each week with a new case. 
The show is called Courting, and here's a clip. <laughs> Objection, leading the witness, overruled. When this is over, you can rule over and lead my witness. You're out of order. Now let's get you out of these clothes. God damn it, I hate being the judge in this court. You do this every week. Oh, now he's getting away. Stop him, bailiff. Oh, you're watching them flirt. Why do I have the horniest bailiff in all of Orange County? You're all guilty of pissing me off. After that, Devin took a break from acting, and, be, and being the storyteller he is, wrote a hard sci-fi book called Convocation. <laughs> I won't read an audio, <laughs> a excerpt from that audiobook. But no retrospective of Devin Gardner-Turner ba Smith Bashup's career would be complete without his most famous film, Artificial Artificial Intelligence Intelligence, the postmodern Charlie Kaufman masterpiece where he played the programmer Adkins Iniesta, who created the AI world that then creates the film AI. Yeah. Who can forget when Haley Joel Osment breaks out of the film within the AI world and then the AI world itself to confront his creator? You guessed it. Here's a clip. Who are you? They call me AI, but I'm AI. I guess that makes me AAII, huh? Does it? I guess so. I don't know if it does. Well, that's my guess, at least. <laughs> you hungry? What have you been eating, boy? Pixels? <laughs> Needless to say, Devin won the Oscar for sound design that year. Mm -hmm. But that would prove to be the last award he ever won, as on his way home from the ceremony, he fatally slammed into the back of a Dragula and died instantly. <laughs> he was rumored to be four and a half years old, but now we'll never know. He is survived by his wife, Jody Gardner-Turner-Smith Bashup, their kids, Miles, Aaron, Timony, and Hank, their grandkids, Zippy, Monk, Fitzbo, and Margarine, and his great-grandchild, Chanis. I'm Natalie Benucci, and this has been Extra Time. Extra, extra, extra. <laughs> And wrapped within all of that, artificial artificial intelligence intelligence. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was in there. It was in there. Um, Aviva, hi. Let's hear what AAII <laughs> might stand for or represent to you, Aviva. This is what AAII means to me, Aviva. <laughs> now. We're all familiar with uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and, you know, we all show up. Someone brings donuts. We sip on coffee. Mm -hmm. And a drug addict gets on a podium and tells the room one of the scariest stories you've ever heard in your life. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> and we're all familiar with uh, Roman numerals and how I, I, that is two, I want to say. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Well, that brings me to my, what I'm about to say. Get ready for the new and improved sequel, Alcoholics Anonymous 2. Oh boy, get ready. Because with the new AA2, we're telling everybody who we are and what we're doing. <laughs> no more secrets. Uh, we scream from the rooftops. I used to be addicted to dust off cans. We scream that. And that's, that's cool. That's as cool as hell. And no more, no more harrowing stories about a person's struggle with alcohol, alcoholism and addiction. That's old hat. Get out of here. Every meeting, we pop in the 2002 film Van Wilder because we don't need a drink when we can watch a young Ryan Reynolds party his ass off. <laughs> And instead of coffee, we drink green tea because it's full of kick-ass antioxidants. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's really good for you. It's good for your skin, too. Oh, yeah. This ain't your mama's AA, <laughs> which your mom 
participated in because alcoholism does run in our family. <laughs> this is AA2, where we put the A. That's like Fonzie. Mm-hmm. Um, we put the A in AA. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Aviva. Uh, couldn't yeah. think of a better way to introduce uh, four people to this show completely cold. <laughs> <laughs> that is the bar that's been set. Tyler, <laughs> right. kick that bar. I, I don't know. Uh, kick Tyler, the bar. <laughs> kick, kick that bar. It's a, it's a very popular segment on this show. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, let's hear your AA. AAII. Uh, oh, AAII. <laughs> that's right. Ask that's about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there was a, a second part of it. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Right. Who's hosting the show? <laughs> Jack. Uh, yeah. Ask about internal injuries. Mm. It's an abbreviation you might scrawl on your hand on the way to the emergency room, <laughs> in case you forget why you went there in the first place. Because there's nothing more embarrassing than when the front desk asks for the reason for your visit and you blank. Like, why did why did I come here? What what was Dang it, it's on the tip of my tongue. And then you glance at your hand and you read A-A-I-I, and it can only mean ask about internal injuries. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The searing abdominal pain. You took a Louisville slugger to the spleen when that guy confronted you about those drawings you made of his wife. You misjudged how flattered he'd be by those <laughs> explicit charcoal sketches. Those mythal... <laughs> mythology-inspired sketches you did of his wife engaged in dripping centaur coitus. And then he hit you with that bat a bunch of times. Silly Billy. A-A-I-I. Ask about internal injuries. That's what you're here for, you dingus. The internal stuff. Oh, yeah. It's always good. It's always good to remind yourself. Oh, that's right. (laughs) The bleeding. Uh, segment two, bootleg it. <clears throat> In this fast-paced world of disposable entertainment, there's no time for original thoughts or ideas. Is there something out there that's already popular? Can you make something pretty much like it while losing most of what made it unique and endearing, but maybe trick enough people into liking your thing at least half as much as the original? You're hired! <laughs> In this edition of Bootleg It, brought to you by the letter G, you're asked to take these world-renowned properties and give us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. You guys know, one, 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 two, 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 three times around the horn. Each of you giving me your uh, knockoff of, well, the first one we're starting with. Jack, let's hear your knockoff of The Godfather. The Godfather Go Lean app. Get ready to leave the cannolis and keep the fitness. <laughs> You'll be saying, look at how they massacred my waistline. Before you sleep with the fishes, eat a couple with some of the great recipes in this wonderful app. And if you go over your allotted Godfather yum yum points for the day, a horse's head will appear on your phone and it will not go away until you burn sufficient calories. Failure to remove the horse's head through fitness will result in you being killed by the mafia. Made by the mafia. We went to court-ordered coding boot camp and we loved it. God damn it. So good. Um, I had thoughts, but then I'm so distracted by actual interaction. (laughs) (laughs) Like reaction from... uh, It's weird. Uh, Sorry, guys. Shouldn't be weird to have an audience. 
Aviva, <laughs> uh, let's keep this going while I try and remember how to interact with the world. Uh, let's hear your bootleg, The Godfather. This is a wonderful film called, it's called The Step Uncle Twice Removed. <laughs> you you dare come to this man on the day of his step-niece's learner's permit exam? <laughs> That's all. That's all you need. Supposed to That's right more? No. Okay. <laughs> no. It's a. It's the second segment. It's a sliding scale of length and and uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Usually What's I have. Happening? Usually I have rejoiners. I don't right now. Um, <laughs> thank you, Aviva. Let's just get You're through welcome. the first round here. I'll get my get my sea legs back. You got this. <laughs> Tyler, let's wrap up our first trip around bootlegs with your bootleg godfather. It's called The Stepmother, and it's a <laughs> mafia-themed internet smut video wherein the protagonist's dad's wife gets stuck under a coffee table in yoga pants. <laughs> it's, it's barely mafia-themed. She's just wearing a fedora and smoking a cigar. And she's stuck under the coffee table in yoga pants. I just want someone to acknowledge that they know what I'm referencing because it's weird that it's a thing. Like I'm not I'm not into it. I've just noticed that it's a genre now where stepmoms get caught in things like a dryer or like you know, like in a shoe. In a dryer? Yeah, it's it's not bound by reality. It's some fantasy that the algorithm <laughs> has determined people have, where where all they want is their stepmom to be stuck up to the waist in something. Yeah, Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> clearly Godfather. Standing ovation. I'm not into it. I just no, noticed we're the not, trend. <laughs> we weren't saying. I mean, all right. Some might. We're some, all adults. Yeah. <laughs> Some might have noticed the gradual progression from simple uh, stepmother-related uh, uh, content to now they have to have a, a yeah. second level, uh, just a layer on top of it. I don't understand. I didn't understand it when it started. We let an, <laughs> we let an algorithm determine what gets us off. Like it's it's weird at this point. Like computers are involved. Yeah, we're just all algorithms anyway. at this point. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Thank you for that. Uh, it's it's uh, parental discretion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've heard worse. Uh, second time around, Jack Brown. Uh, like I said, uh, we're sticking with G's. <laughs> Let's hear your bootleg Garfield. Okay, so this is a DVD from the bottom of the bin at Grocery Outlet, and mm -hmm. you're already like, why are there DVDs here? <laughs> and also, why am I looking through them so vigorously to be at the bottom? But it's a DVD that says, Garfield v. Young Sheldon v. Predator. <laughs> the most ambitious crossover yet. Alliances will be formed. Blood will be shed. And someone is going to have to work on a Monday. I saw this movie, Ashton Kircher, starring Jojo Siwa, Donovan McNabb, Jennifer Gardner, and Russ. Whoever wins, we also win. Oh, man. I can't wait. I mean, I'm already... Uh just looking forward to the rest of the franchise. All the, <laughs> the spin-off potential. <laughs> Odie v. 
that 70s show cast <laughs> v godzilla uh it's it doesn't have to be bound by anything just keep pairing them that's right i'll keep buying them <laughs> thank you and yeah <laughs> it's over by the the duct tape you know in that aisle yeah that's where all the dvds are <laughs> well why are there so many diapers with such sassy posed <laughs> <laughs> models on the front? It's what the algorithm. <laughs> the babies are getting sassier. No, it's adult diapers. <laughs> what's, what's just a just a big guy. It's just I don't care that I shit my pants. Why are these at grocery outlet? Is all I'm saying. Uh, Jesse got his groove back. <laughs> now we got it. Firing on all two cylinders. <laughs> I'm a one-stroke. I'm a lawnmower. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Aviva, let's keep this going with your bootleg Garfield. Garfield. This might, might have come from Eastern Europe, uh, this one. Okay. Meet, meet Gorstein. He's the Thursday despiser who's covered in matted fur. This animal can't stand Thursdays, and no one knows why. He loves to eat the Polish dish, Bigos, and eats it right out of a large iron cauldron. And don't get him started on his caretaker, Wojciech. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Wojciech. (laughs) Will they ever learn how to hit on (laughs) the... The cleaning lady. Uh, I love that. Yeah, we have veterinarians here, but you know, in Eastern Europe, the cleaning lady. I don't know. It's it's similar. I don't know. I wanted to A to C it, Jack. God damn it. Um, I could have had more of a thought to it, but we're getting back up to speed. Tyler. Tyler Kenny. Finish the second time around. uh, Bootleg Garfield, shall we? It's it's Heathcliff, right? <laughs> We're talking about Heath- <laughs> Heathcliff is already the knockoff. He's basically the same cat. They just messed up his face like an Instagram filter. Where Garfield has big ass eyes, and Heathcliff Heathcliff has a big ass mouth, mm-hmm. and he's happy to eat a whole fish skeleton from the trash. <laughs> they both say some dumb shit for three panels, and then there's barely a punchline, and you fools eat it up. <laughs> guffawing at your Sunday papers every week, blissfully unaware that the mainstream media has been playing a cartoon cat shell game with you. Go back to sleep, sheeple. You've allowed yourself to be conned. You make me sick, Mom and Dad. I'll be in my room. I'm going to say this right now because Corey isn't here. Um, I fully do not understand the Heathcliff Renaissance. Does anybody... Why? There's a renaissance? Uh, that's a thing. Uh, Heathcliff is a thing. And it, I don't understand if people like sincerely like this or if I'm the victim of some sort of... <laughs> Elaborate prank. Just, everybody's <laughs> pretending that Heathcliff is funny. I don't understand. Just around you. <laughs> he, he's got a robot. Why? I don't... <laughs> what does any of it matter? Ham? The helmet says ham. That's it. Why is that funny? I, Sorry, uh, grouchy theater owner. Um, all right, third time around, finishing our G-themed bootleg. Tyler Kenny, uh, you're going to be up in a couple. Jack Brown <laughs> <laughs> got me. I was like, oh fuck, I'm I know. Cut. Got me too. Jack Brown, 
<laughs> Let's hear your bootleg, Great Gatsby. The West Egg Eggmaker. <laughs> eggs take too long to cook, and they don't have the tinge of 1920 sham opulence. Everyone says that about eggs. Well, they won't say it any longer with the West Egg Eggmaker. Cooked exclusively with green light, you can throw your care away when it's time to eat me these bad boys. Yeah, I'll be loving what you're eating, or my name isn't F. Cut Gritz Gerald. And it is. My name is F. Cut Gritz Gerald. So let me cook your eggs, please. <laughs> I, I like to think I didn't get a lot of that, and it wasn't just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was some heady references in there and, and such wordplay. Um, but I've somehow <laughs> avoided <laughs> ever reading or watching any adaptation. So I don't know shit. Uh, so thank you. Why did I pick this then? So I can get three people to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> well, so you could shit on me. It makes you look cool. <laughs> Give someone a topic, they do the topic, and you go, I don't fucking know shit about that, you stupid idiot. Well done. <laughs> Look what I made you do, fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> Heathcliff, Heathcliff doesn't move the needle for me. Okay. <laughs> I don't get Heathcliff. I don't get the great Gatsby. I'm all over the place. I'm on some spectrum. Wait, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> Viva! Let's get us closer and closer to maybe an open mic. I don't know. I don't know. All the hosts are calling in sick, so this might just be it for you guys. It's free. Settle down. Viva! Let's hear your bootleg, Great Gatsby. Um, this is the story about a sad. Uh, old cat named Heathcliff. <laughs> he lives uh, in a mansion alone, I want to say Long Island. Very sad. Um, and uh, I want to say gets shot at the end, as I know you would like Heathcliff to be murdered, Jesse. I mean... Um, can you confirm? Uh, I wouldn't shed a tear. If, you wouldn't if shed he, a tear if Heathcliff was mercilessly gunned down. Yes, he yeah. Got me. So it's like a the Great Catsby kind of th you know. Mm -hmm. It's Heathcliff. He dies. I want to say he gets shot. He gets framed or something. Honestly, I I have no investment in the Great Catsby. I I looked up a Cliff's notes of the book, um, and I was like, all right. Uh, I was forced to read this book when I was about seventeen. Mm -hmm. Never want to revisit it again. Um, and I'm very sorry to anyone watching who is a big fan, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah those are my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if I could sum that up, uh, Aviva was saying, Aviva was saying, fuck you, Jack. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> no, oh, Jack, Jack chose it. <laughs> no, sorry, Jack. No, 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 we're just shitting on Jack now. Hey, I agree. Okay. <laughs> the audience is standing up and clapping. Everyone agrees. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Jack. Yeah. No. Woo. <laughs> I, can never, <laughs> I can never get Jack on the show, and when I finally do, he's, we're just going to lay into him for doing the work. Thank you, Jack. This is my fault. Uh, Tyler, let's wrap up yeah. segment two with your bootleg Great Gatsby. It's called Tuxedo Town, <laughs> and it's a roaring <laughs> 20s theme night. Hosted at the row of display sheds in the parking lot of a Home Depot after hours. Put on your best tuxedo. Pay $10 to the Vietnam vet standing by the caution tape velvet rope. And make your way into this extravagant playboy wonderland. 
experience the glamour of the golden age of America while inflation is out of control and everything burns in the summer and floods in the winter. That's right. America is in retrograde. It's the roaring 2020s. <laughs> and now the only attainable opulence is buying jungle juice from a blind guy in a tough shed in the parking lot of a big box hardware store. But you can still kind of see the stars and you're wearing a tuxedo, so you got that going. And at least you're getting out there, champ. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I would so... <laughs> go to um, <laughs> Home Depot. Yeah, Home Depot display shed raves. Why is that not already a thing? I don't know that it's, it's not. It's kind of based on a true story where <laughs> my toddler, he's like, oh, the cows live in the shed, like the barns in the Home oh, Depot. True. And we were going shed to shed. <laughs> and like the last one we got to, there was a drunk guy in there just like covered in booze bottles. <laughs> It was like, whoa, okay. Somebody, yeah, that's the America we live in now. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. That got, that got sad. That, got, that did get sad, as it, as it tends to around. Sorry. <laughs> At least it's interesting sad. It is. It is. It wasn't, it, yeah. It wasn't terrible sad. People are living in the sheds at Home Depot. That's wild. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to lead the charge. Let's open them all up. Let's get some use out of those. <laughs> they just opened like a tiny home shelter or something around here. So there, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a almost a visionary. <laughs> Segment three, <laughs> sell it on Craigslist. If those watery eyes, and this doesn't really match anymore because it's been raining. But you know what? Mm. Just remember a couple days ago when uh, it was spring. Okay. 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 <clears throat> yep, I'm there. Take yourself back. <laughs> Segment three, sell it on Craigslist. (laughs) Got to scratch my neck really urgently. If those watery eyes and runny nose mean anything, it's that spring is here. And as such, it's time to unburden yourself of some of your summer, fall, and winter clutter. Throw that shit into the sun and be unburdened from the crushing weight of a lifetime of collecting pointless things. Attachment to physical items tethers the soul to the ground. Fly free, cloud spirit, and release yourself from these earthly possessions. I don't know, I just went on a tangent. In Sell It on Craigslist, you're asked to give us your Craigslist postings, trying to sell the following things. Jack Brown, oh man, I don't know who better <laughs> to sell this. Oh, and that's this is where the speaker comes in. Oh no, it wasn't speakers; it was glasses. It looked like one of those uh, beat like pill speakers. Uh, <laughs> it's oh yeah, yeah, Morpheus. Let's <laughs> Jack Brown. Let's hear your ad selling us cool guy lessons. <laughs> cool guy lessons for sale. Price zero dollars. That's zero with a Z. Because being a cool guy isn't about making money. And cool guy lessons aren't about being a guy or even about lessons. They're about being cool. And what is cool? Cool is timeless. Cool is enforced. Cool is found. Cool is barbecue ribs. Cool is transition lenses. Cool is a Tuesday night and you don't got to work until Wednesday morning. Cool is a can of beer and a bottle of Pringles. Cool is a pocket full of jelly beans. Cool is being a sweepy little baby. Cool is what you do when no one is watching. Cool is doing the third thing last. Cool is tweeting, guess it's just me against the world then, ha. Hashtag, I got me. Cool is trains. Cool is taking all the groceries in one trip. 
Cool is Lil Wayne featuring Bruno Mars. Cool is a protected left-hand turn. Cool is sunflower seeds and a temper. Cool is commenting on The Rock's Instagram that you look up to him and you hope you can link up and build together. Cool is staying up too late to watch Magic Mike XXL and crying even though you're alone because you know Joe Manganiello's routine means a lot to him and being super tired at work the next day and not being able to tell anyone why. Cool is a queen-size bed when a twin would have done the job. Cool is booing your dentist when he says you have cavities. Cool is Gorgonzola cheese. Cool is Funky Kong talking about the Gulf War. Cool is hot. Cool is never being hoisted on your own petard. Cool is Matthew McConaughey playing <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Cool is leaving no bone unsucked. Cool is having ga- <laughs> Cool is having a gamer PC and gaslighting the UN. Cool is long. Cool is sea lock backwards. Cool is taking mushrooms. <laughs> Cool is taking mushrooms that you got from your flag football teammate and logging on to Craigslist to list what cool is and then calling it cool guy lessons and then selling it for the price of zero dollars. Cool is trying to read with sunglasses on even though it's really hard. So if you want to know more, check out my website, which is just a hyperlink to a live feed of the Monterey Bay Aquarium jellyfishes. And remember, if I think I'm cool, then I am cool. And if I think I'm a fool, well... You do the math. <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh, man. <clears throat> That's right. They're, yeah, there you go. They're only like $15 mics. You can drop those. <laughs> oh, no. Now you got to fish it back out. That was very cool. There. <laughs> Safe trap. Got it. Safe. Oh, fuck. Oh, that was so cool. Oh, I wonder if... What if that's going to be our second TikTok? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Jack Brown. That was... Um, that was all right. Uh, <laughs> 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 Aviva, let's hear uh, your Craigslist post for. Oh boy, mm. <laughs> let's hear your post uh, trying to sell the secret of happiness. Hmm, the secret to happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, selling the secret to happiness. Fifty million dollars. Mm. Selling the secret to happiness for $50 million because it turns out the secret to happiness is having a ton of sweet cash. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was doing good deeds for people like returning a wallet to someone or giving, you know, a person a ride to the airport, but I did those things and I still felt not so good. (laughs) Then I came into some money after I sold a rare collection of hat pins I inherited from my grandmother. Um, And that is the actual key to happiness. It's the money I received from selling those hat pins. Mm -hmm. Now I have a large yacht. After I got the yacht, I made a ton of really cool new friends. And that that made me happy. I smile every day. Um, The only thing that makes me slightly less happy is when my face muscles feel sore from smiling so much. (laughs) Now, the price may seem steep, but that's due to the fact that I would love more money to feel even better. I'd like to keep the happiness flowing. Yeah. And that's just the way it works. The more money you have, the happier you feel. Um, And if you don't have $50 in cash, I would also accept it in the form of like a, a some kind of Bitcoin, like a crypto coin. Yeah. 
or like an NFT of one of the ugliest paintings you've ever seen. I would take that because that is worth a lot. Um, thank you. And I look forward to smiling with you. <laughs> thank you, Aviva. Yeah, it is. It is how we've always heard uh, more money, uh, more smiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more happiness. <laughs> so good. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I would I would be happy. <laughs> I think money might make me happy. Yeah. 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 I'm already not doing too bad and I don't have two dimes to rub together or a a quarter to piss in. I don't know what that, <laughs> that my analogy, my brother, you I'm gotta stop pissing in your corners. <laughs> mixing metaphors. Um yeah. You know what? Maybe money can't buy you happiness, but how about I try? Money bought me these damn Morphe sunglasses. <laughs> not feeling good. I mean, those nope. are really cool. Yeah. Nobody yeah, found a natural time to take them off, so it might be the whole rest of the show. <laughs> Nobody said money can't buy coolness. That's whether. All right, thank you, Aviva. Hey, uh, Tyler, let's wrap up uh, selling on Craigslist with uh, one of the the more nonsensical prompts that I've come up with in a while. Um, let's see uh, your ad. You're selling an old mayonnaise jar full of arcade tokens. Hey, guys. I'm fucked. I'm selling a shitload of Chuck E. Cheese arcade tokens. I've been secreting them, secreting them out of the establishment a few of a time after my shift as the night ball pit piss cleaner. Ball pit piss cleaner. No, the night give ball. You another, give you another. Pit glisten, piss give you another take of that. My shift as the night ball pit piss cleaner. There it is. All right. This bulk mayo jar full of not money represents a decade of patient smuggling. I was hoping to finance my retirement by eventually undercutting the big mouse man and flooding the market with his precious coins. I thought it was foolproof, but then they transitioned to a pay card system, so now I'm fucked. I don't know. Maybe you need a bunch of mouse money. Maybe you live in a country whose currency is so devalued you can buy bread with them. Maybe you want to con a blind guy. I don't know. You, you, you could glue them to your socks and pretend to tap dance. I'm fucked, man. I have no use for them, and I become irrationally angry every time I look at that mayo jar. Those smiling mouse faces, decked in rollerblading gear, mocking me from every angle. So get back to me with your offer, please. I'm so fucked. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know they'd gone to a card. Oh, that takes all the all the charm out of it. <laughs> yeah, you're about to head back into Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I may have, I may have told the story a couple times. Uh, <laughs> for my, I don't know, like 20th through 32nd birthday... We would go to Chuck E. Cheese. Damn. Yeah. No law enforcement got involved? No. Like 32 didn't you can go to Chuck E. Cheese without a child. Okay. It's legal. It, they can't stop you. <laughs> Just charge the gate. They can't stop us all. <laughs> that was my Area 51. <laughs> charge the gate. <laughs> oh. On to segment four. Oh, we haven't done this one a lot. Um, this is only the second time we've tried it since I tried to retool it. Let's see if it works. It's segment four. Toyify it. Toys aren't just for cartoons, popcorn movie franchises, and impossible beauty standards. No, everything. 
Even the most mundane things can be broken down to their base elements and reduced to hard plastic simplicity and playtime imaginating. In Toyafiat, you're asked to come up with the action figures, playsets, and other collectively sold separately toys for these everyday situation scenarios or concepts. Let's hope that makes sense. I wrote that down. <laughs> because, I don't know. Jack Brown, <clears throat> let's hear your toy uh, version, uh, playsets, figure, you know, let's hear your toyifying of a friend of a friend's party. Hey kids, want to know what it's like to be an adult? No? Too bad. It's time to play a friend of a friend's party. A game more realistic than life. Come meet everyone at the party. If you provide the right responses, you earn conversation tokens. Earn enough tokens, and you won't lie in bed at night staring at the ceiling thinking everyone hates you for your latest social faux pas. Everyone's at this party, including your friend. Make sure you say hi to them because they'll be mysteriously gone for the rest of this party. Why did they even invite you if they weren't going to hang out? Oh, well, can't think about it too much because here comes your old Zoso Kickball League teammate and their partner. You wouldn't call them your friend, but you spent a lot of time together. Try and get the conversation tokens going, but make sure you remember their partner's name. You've met them a bunch of times, so you definitely can't ask what their name is, but keep your ear out. Maybe you can hear them introduce themselves to someone else. Better get a drink to loosen up. That's right. This set comes with its own punch bowl, complete with a guy with pursed lips by the punch bowl who wants to pour you a cup. Why is he pouring for everyone? Is this his house? He's not mixing the drinks in any way. He's just pouring. Try and chat him up and earn tokens by winning at small talk. Share something fun, but not too much. You'll never see these people again, which is liberating, but don't fly too close to the sun. Nobody wants to hear your theory about <laughs> Frasier. Oh, good. Punchbowl guy likes David Lynch films, too. Get ready to latch on to him for the rest of the night, but uh-oh. <laughs> Bessie Bones comes over and interrupts. That's right. Bessie Bones, a guy you riffed with once at a party when you were absolutely wasted off Mike's heart, now wants to riff with you all the time, has interrupted your conversation to talk about drinking pond water. Is he joking? <laughs> He's looking at you like you should know, but you don't know, and he's scaring Punchbowl guy. Disengage, disengage. You walk away and see your second favorite bartender. Do you tell him you know him? Is he like a pro athlete? Does he get this all the time? Give him a curt, familiar <laughs> nod and see if he bites. Nothing. Better not risk your conversation tokens talking to him. Oh, wow, look at that. It's an interesting person in your industry that you want to network with. Practice saying, oh, nice to finally meet you. Oh, good to connect a few times to yourself so you can seem like you don't know who they are, even though you totally do. You go over and hit it off. It's going better than you could ever imagine. But, oh, what's that? Uh-oh, Bessie Bones is back. He says that he lost you there, partner, and, and is now saying that the next time you go to the airport, put your extra luggage inside Magnum-flavored condoms. He said they're technically food, so everything in them is also food, which means you can bring as many bags as you want, no charge. The industry person asks how you know you two know each other, and Bessie Bones goes, oh, we go way back. This guy and me, two peas in a pod, and we should do a pod, don't you think? A podcast, that is. <laughs> podcast. Conversation tokens lost. You scramble away and try and hide in the bathroom, but the line's too long. It always is. You see Devin Gardner, Turner Smith, bash up. What's he doing here? He doesn't look like he's doing well. Steer clear. You then spy in the corner of the room the night-night man, an evil specter who haunts each party, deciding who will join him in the after party in hell. Look out for him. You try and pet a dog, but it runs away. Hopefully no one saw that. This party is a bust. Or so you thought, so you think until you run into a beautiful cutie who spills her Pinot Grigio on your 80-20 polyester silk turtleneck. You both play it off gracefully. Next thing you know, you're having the best conversation you've had in years. Really connecting. No one's ever gotten you like this. She also has theories on Frasier. And to top it all off, her dad is Joseph Pilates. Yeah. 
the Joseph Pilates. <laughs> you check her finger, no ring. Is this love that you're feeling? You then feel an unreasonably frigid hand slap your back. Uh-oh, it's Bessie Bones. And he says, guess what I just saw at the basketball courts earlier? Hint, it's not what you think. Unless you were thinking basketball, then it's that. You prepare to confront... <laughs> You prepare to confront Bessie Bones, but make sure you have enough conversation tokens. Otherwise, Bessie will form an alliance with the Night-Night Man and you'll be sucked into the game Jumanji style, like me. The only way out is to get someone else to play. So won't you play today and release me from this hell? Maybe I should have made things sound better to trick you, but I'm honest. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Aviva, <clears throat> let's hear your toyification. Of that great old game, job hunting. Okay. <laughs> um, get on your business suits and update your LinkedIn account because it's time to have a blast with your new job hunting action figure. <laughs> this toy can do it all. With your new job hunting action figure, you can go to Indeed.com, Glassdoor.com, Monster.com. And so many more websites with an overwhelming list of jobs you don't feel confident enough to apply to. <laughs> you can spend six hours on one cover letter and think, where did the time go? This toy will have you thinking, I'm pretty sure I chose the wrong career path, but now I'm too old and unmotivated to pick anything else. <laughs> <laughs> With this action figure, you'll have someone interview you and ask questions like, what is your biggest weakness? To which you'll reply, my my biggest weakness? Sometimes I work too hard. But you know that's not true. Because you would give anything to have been born into wealth and never work another day in your life. You can think, maybe I shouldn't work in the corporate world and, get a, and maybe I should get a job at a farm or something. And then you get a job at a farm, and you have to wake up at 4 a.m. every day and work in a field of cow feces. <laughs> then you go back to applying for office jobs because you think, I'll never be happy. So this is fine, I guess. <laughs> and for a limited time, we'll throw in a recruiter action figure who sends you emails every day with job listings that have nothing to do with your skill set whatsoever. <laughs> Buy your new job hunting action figure today so you can work 40 hours a week with 10 days off a year until you die. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I mean, uh, if you're lucky. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, just, uh, just looking ahead at the last, the last prompt. I'm Glad there's an audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, not of not of the toys, but of the the segment, last segment. Um, uh, Tyler, let's wrap up toy wrap up segment four. Get us almost to the end of the program. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear your toy line um, or what have you for parenthood. So you are now the proud owner of the Parenthood Starter Play Kit, complete with child. A few bottles and diapers and shit. Great! You've got the starter kit. Now start collecting accessories. There's so many accessories to collect. Plastic toys, plastic cars, particle board kitchenettes, plastic playhouses. Fill your home with them. Whole rooms rendered useless. Sweep them into piles. Step on them in the dark. 
you simply must acquire this environmentally irresponsible amount of pre-trash. <laughs> Even if you don't personally buy this stuff, every major holiday your family will ship crates of ocean-choking plastic to your front door. Sure, you've read about the Pacific Garbage Patch, and you know, and you feel bad about it, but at the same time, you'd stuff a Stretch Armstrong directly in the blowhole of a dolphin if it meant your kid would be distracted long enough for you to take a shit. On one hand, on one hand, yeah, it's not ideal that the oceans die, but you deserve to be on your phone long enough for your legs to fall asleep on the toilet. You've earned it. Or maybe you didn't. It doesn't matter. Just feel a little guilt and get through the day. Parenthood by Fisher Price. Get it while the world is still conducive to life. Yeah. <laughs> Rush. Uh, order now. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Tyler. That gets us to segment five. We're almost done with the program. Oh, I'm looking forward to this in such a wrong way. Segment five, it's erotic letters to the editor. <laughs> Uh, nothing is hornier than widely circulated publications dedicated to very specific interests in, and individuals. At least that's the feeling here at Stab HQ. And if you, <laughs> if you have a thing you like, no matter how obscure or inaccessible, there's likely a magazine for it. So, in erotic letter to the editor, as the title implies, it's up to you to write <laughs> wet, sticky letters to the editors of the, these following real publications. I cannot stress that enough. Real publications. Jack Brown, let's hear your letter to the editor of Hoist Magazine. <laughs> Dear editor, hey, it's me, a reader, and <laughs> I guess a writer now too, because I just had <laughs> I just had to write to you to tell you about the sexiest thing that ever happened to me. Oh. Well, I guess you could say the sexiest thing that will happen to me, because it hasn't happened yet, but I know it will. I'm playing Rosencrantz and or Guildenstern in our community theater production of Hamlet. And you know what that means? I've got a petard, you know, a small bomb made of a metal or wooden box filled with powder used to blast down a door or to make a hole in a wall made famous by the play Hamlet. Yeah, I've got one. We're not using a prop. We're using a real petard. I got the petard right here when I write this. It's my own petard. And I sure hope no one hoists me on it. Mm -hmm. I hope no one comes and just absolutely hoists me on it. I'd hate to be hoisted. Guess I shouldn't have told anyone that I have a petard. Oh, well, only you can see the return address on this letter. Sure hope you don't come and hoist me, a smart editor like you. I'd hate for you to hoist me on my own petard. But if you wanted to, my door's unlocked. Come hoist me. Hoist me so fucking hard. <laughs> Let's get it petarded in here. And by it, I mean hoist me. Hoist me. Sincerely, waiting to be hoisted in Houston. P.S. When you hoist me, hoist me on my own petard. X, X, O, 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 X, O, X, O, X, O. Well. Well. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> is it hot in here? Or <laughs> did I just hoist my own baton? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> thank you, Jack. Hey, thank you. Oh, so good. <laughs> hey, uh, Jack. Yes, uh, sir. How can how can folk 
enjoy more Jack Brown out in the out in the wilds. Oh yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, SilverStrongAd.com. Yes. Yeah, bought that domain for a bit. It redirects to my YouTube channel, and then it <laughs> auto it auto renewed. Oh, <laughs> I nice. Didn't, I didn't want it because the the original video didn't go well. But anyways, <laughs> got it for another year. That just happened last week. So nice. <laughs> use that SilverStrongAd.com. <laughs> <laughs> SilverStrongAd.com. That's right. And uh, at very least uh, a month-ish from now, uh, the return of the Big Big Show. Yeah, if you're local in Sacramento, yeah, yeah. Big Big Show, May 20th, Friday. Check yeah, thank out. you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for... Oh, always enjoy having you around here, Jack. So good. Uh, Aviva! <clears throat> Hi there. Let's hear... And Hi. I, I did did get a message from... A, well, we all... We got a message from Aviva this uh, afternoon, a couple hours ago. Uh, much to their surprise that this was an actual magazine. <laughs> so, <laughs> Aviva, let's hear your erotic letter to the editor of Spudman. 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 S-P-U... No, okay. Yep. <laughs> Spudman. Dear, uh, dear editor of Spudman, I recently read your piece titled Trials of New Hybrid Fungicide Show Effectiveness Against Early Blight in Potato Plants. Mm-hmm. And it got me all hot and bothered. <laughs> And when I read your opinion piece titled U.S.-Mexico Potatoes Drama Giving Days of Our Lives a Run for Its Money, I laughed harder than I've laughed in years. I thought to myself, I don't know if I've ever laughed that hard in my life. Then I looked at my husband and thought, why can't you be more like Zeke Jenkins, managing editor of Spud Magazine? Why can't you make me experience the laughter, the ecstasy that I feel when I'm reading an article by the sensual, mysterious, potato aficionado known as Zeke Jenkins? Who are you, Zeke Jenkins, managing editor of Spud Magazine? I wondered. I had to learn who the man was behind these poetic, sensual, potato-related journalistic marvels, so I listened to the Spud Man uh, podcast, (laughs) The Potato Field. Hosted by none other than the undeniably erotic Zeke Jenkins. You should put an X rating on these podcast episodes because when I started listening, I just about slid off my seat. (laughs) When I started listening to episode 22 featuring Cam Quarles, the CEO of the National Potato Council, I had to lock my bedroom door so my idiot husband wouldn't hear my moans. (laughs) I think you're great, Zeke, and I mean great in the way that someone grates a potato. (laughs) Because I also love potatoes. (laughs) Zeke, if you're reading this and feel even 10% of what I'm feeling right now, meet me in the parking lot of the Best Buy at Sepulveda National Boulevard. I'll be the woman holding a tray of potato kugel, wearing a brown potato-colored scarf. You'll be Zeke Jenkins, the sexiest potato journalist who's ever graced God's green earth. Forever yours, me, Aviva Siegel. (laughs) Thank you, Aviva. Oh, man. Oh, Zeke. (laughs) Zeke, Zeke, Zeke. Mm. You studly, spudly man. Uh, <laughs> spudly. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's all I needed. <laughs> Aviva. So happy to have you again. Uh, how can people enjoy more Aviva Siegel outside of the very specific, specific confines of this particular episode of The Stab Show? Um, 
you can follow me on Twitter at Livin' La Viva Loca or on Instagram at Livin' Aviva Loca because, you know, one of them was taken. It's fine. <laughs> Just look up my name, Aviva Siegel. You can, if you're in L.A., uh, be starting my show Cult Comedy every Friday in Silver Lake uh, in May. And then Show Talkies is coming back. We'll be in L.A. as well, May 19th at Whammy Analog Media. And you want my home address? I mean, message me. You could also find me there most of the time. (laughs) It's up to your comfort level, Aviva. Uh, so, yep. <laughs> good to have you. We'll, we'll be bothering you again Thank soon. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And Tyler, before you wrap us up here, uh, how can folk enjoy more Tyler Kenny to their delight and glee? Uh, I have a, a SoundCloud playlist yeah. of songs I recorded on my iPhone in my shed. <laughs> and if, if you want to hear that, it's soundcloud.com slash not a mess, <laughs> which is <Yeah>. aspirational. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tyler's artist page, not a mess. Uh, <laughs> so, so good to have you, Tyler. And uh, I mean, how That's could great. how could this segment end? And I don't know how we've done this segment as many times as we have um, <laughs> without having already stumbled upon uh, let's hear your erotic letter to the editor of Niche Magazine. Um, so I, at first I misread this as Niche Magazine. <laughs> okay. And I started writing Frederick Niche Erotica. Yeah. <laughs> like, quote, <laughs> Frederick caressed my taint with his bushy, bushy mustache. He whispered, I've gazed into this abyss long enough, and now the abyss is gazing back at me, and the abyss was my butthole, and indeed, it gave my existential lover a coy wink. But that's not the prompt. The prompt is Niche Magazine. So, dear Niche Magazine editor, I'm a real big niche enthusiast. (laughs) <laughs> is long as such I've subscribed to your magazine to keep up on all the niche developments and happenings but recently I've stumbled upon a sexy new niche so niche that no niche head before me has ever carved out this niche and what I'm speaking of is the cheeky little niche one can create in themselves maybe you see where I'm going my new niche is to carve out niches in myself I I carve out literal niches in my own body. I sharpen the edge of a melon baller, and in one quick self-mutilation swipe, I found a new niche to be obsessed with. It's not all that hard to be super focused on this new niche. All my other niches have taken a back seat. It's, it's seeping blood and threatening my existence, so it's reasonable that it would command my attention. It's super niche. None of the dudes at the record shop or the independent bookstore have a niche, this niche. It's the newest and most exciting niche, and they're all jealous and disgusted. Well, my vision is dimming, and I'd better sign off, because this niche is deep. Period. (laughs) Ellipsis. 
The end. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. I'm dead now. <laughs> I, I ran out of time. <laughs> oh, no. That's all right. Uh, I completely got Oh, never have I heard. It. You know when you, you hear a word enough, it stops meaning anything? It was just, it became oh, a yeah. sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, all right. Let's get out of this show. And that was the Stab Show. Thank you for joining us tonight, everybody. And, of course, a very special thank you to our rockin' good, good, good panel. I wrote that earlier. Jack Brown, Aviva Siegel, and Tyler Kenny. Now, if you'd like to catch the Stab Show live and in person as it happens, you can do it in a couple of ways. Either by coming on out to in person to the Stab Comedy Theater or watching from the comfort of your own home on Stab Comedy Theater TV. Uh, on Twitch, preferably. Either way, 7 p.m. Thursday night is where you set your alarm. Or, if you'd rather pick the time uh, where you see or hear your your stabs whenever you want, just find us on the podcast provider of your choice. Be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. And that's it for tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been here through thick and thin. And thick. With two C's. You the real MVP. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>